0: Everyone, this is julia and this is april welcome to four eyes open podcast
1: we are two women in our 30s who have been friends for 30 years
0: crazy right
1: we're here to chat with each other
0: and all of you about
1: all the different types of relationships in our lives
0: and yours too welcome,
1: welcome guys, guys. Um, Yeah. So thank you for joining us for episode three. Today, we are going to talk about um, exploring our relationships with ourselves. Um, But I think that part of the focus is also on like, post a form of a breakup in your life. And to me, and like, I, I probably I don't know, two episodes in but whatever breakup relationships means in all aspects of our life so it doesn't need to be an intimate breakup you could or we could be thinking about something to do with like a a family relationship that's broken down or friendship that's broken down and just the idea of exploring the relationship with ourselves post breakup Mm -hmm. of any sort how do you feel about that
0: julia (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm so
1: (laughs) So ready I'm so ready I love it I love it I love it um so yeah so as always I do have some like notes here some key things I want to talk about um this one's not gonna have any research though we're just gonna talk about what we think um, what we've learned pretty much mm-hmm. um, key takeaways that we feel so I think um, yeah it's we're Going to start with some like personal experiences, I think. On this is what I was thinking.
0: How do you feel about that? I feel like we need to just pause. Okay. I feel like I feel like maybe I made you, because now you're like not sure if you know what you want to talk about, and I hope that it has nothing to do with like, like. I think it's just me. Like, okay. Within,
1: I do have a lot of extra notes because I want to make sure. You
0: yeah. Know. No, so I guess that's what I mean. Like, it seems like you were trying to prove your... I don't want this also to sound wrong. I don't need you to... Like, I don't know. (laughs) I can tell that you're now not in your zone. And I can feel that it's because you were trying something different or extra. Right? Maybe. I don't know.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on with me right now. Um... Oh, okay.
0: I think we should just keep talking. So what I oh, remember yeah. when I was thinking about, um, because also saying, I want to prepare, I want to prepare. So I'm like, okay, so how do I, like, which, where do I want to kind of speak on? Because I think before when we spoke about friendships, um, this is so silly, but having had a chance to prepare, I would have kind of brought up the whole dynamic that Elaine <laughs> and Jerry Seinfeld have. Oh, right. It's so, but it's so not to, it's atypical and it's television, but then it kind of makes it romanticized where um, it's a part of culture, so I'm just saying like...
1: Like almost like made yeah. it
0: look like it could work. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: so. But, I mean, when was the last time you binge-watched and truly watch Seinfeld? Because there's a lot of drama around that.
0: There is, so I'm just in yeah. it. Yeah, actually, again, especially, yeah, when she went to the parents' house, and I'm like, oh, Elaine, why are you bothering going to the parents' house? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to ruin your back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> well, and they do the one where they, like, think about becoming, like, fuck buddies.
0: Yes, that and was the drama. Right previous, yeah.
1: Yeah. I find like as an adult when I re watch shows are so different.
0: (laughs) What have interesting this the whole contract? Like, can this happen? Friends with benefits. And then she gets all attached. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, of course they make it look like it's the woman. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so tonight's episode. I I think I've pulled together my thoughts of where I wanted to go. Because Yeah. No. Okay. So I think my thought was sharing a personal experiences but I got tripped up because I don't have um like I can't think well I guess I've got one because I was trying to think of like if I had like a family relationship or a friendship that I've had to walk away from so I think I tripped myself up thinking about my personal experiences only really being intimate and that's where I got all like
0: oh right but we're discussing the
1: fact that it's not and but oh, yeah. you know, in saying that some people's personal experiences might be that they've only had breakups from intimate relationships. And some people have maybe been with the same person 20 years, but have had breakups in family relations, like everyone's story is going to be different. I tri- and some
0: people are our age and actually haven't had a relationship. That's yeah. Or like a, a relation. Okay. And that's an incorrect way to say, it. of course, they've had a relationship. Um, that's typical, re- like. Like, serious and meaningful, maybe. Intimate, yeah. sexual... I guess what I'm actually saying is a sexual, intimate relationship with another. Um, I don't think I know any of those people. Actually, I do know a, I felt like you yeah. maybe
1: did if you, like, brought uh, this to bring the table. It up. Yeah, yeah. Because I would not bring this Because it's, like, such a
0: different table. perspective, yeah. right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, I think what I... I'm not going to get like super into details, but I thought it was important to share like what I feel comfortable sharing, which is that I have had, um, cause we're learning about like ourselves. So I think for me, what I want to put out there is I've only had few serious relationships in my life. Like I haven't really had a super lot. So super lot. That was really good English. <laughs> I haven't had a lot. <laughs> um, high school sweetheart, And I can tell you that like what I learned and experienced in that breakup was much different from like what would, I feel like I had like an eight month relationship that I got cheated on. And that would be my only big takeaway from that one. Eight months wasn't really much being cheated on definitely had its damage on me. So I guess that is one I should mention. And then there was no one until I got married. (laughs) What I learned and what I felt from that one was very different from the relationship after that. Yeah. So that's why, like, high school sweetheart. I feel like the reason why that eight month one's even worth it is because I got cheated on. That's the reason. And that did something for me. I wouldn't say the relationship Mm -hmm. meant anything. Marriage. Then B. Now, relationship. So I'm on my fifth serious relationship of my life.
0: I'm approximately around there. Yeah. I would say my high school relationship had like the breakup of my high school relationship had a serious impact on my life somewhat. Well, it was impactful. It it had to happen. (laughs) So whatever that means. Um, But that changed, I guess it changed how I, it impacts me. (laughs)
1: Hmm. So I think part of what I'm just trying to say is, you know what I mean? Like the different. Okay. So like for. Did ever I ruin no. everything? I'm really sorry. You don't need to be sorry, okay. but I think I'm just trying to help you seem stalled. So I'm like, yes. I'm no, going. You... And you're always great with that. Yeah. No, you don't flounder. However. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Um, so, okay. So high school sweetheart, right. And you knew, and he was part of our high school groups of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he was and like there was drama in it like I actually broke up with him first um I had started to develop feelings for someone else and I did try to kind of give that a shot like with n N. um but it just wasn't working out and like I ended up ending it because it didn't seem fair to me that I had these feelings for someone else and Mm -hmm. you know there wasn't work being done so it was just like okay so I walked away but then He kept trying to get back together with me and I wasn't ready. And then when I was ready, he was with someone else and that spiraled me. So that relationship, I would say, and by the time we broke up, I was that when that happened, I think I was like 19 going on 20. So still very young, but I was a mess. I went into a full blown like depression when this happened. Mm -hmm. Like I lost a bunch of weight. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I went like extra nuts with my like environmentally friendly stuff because in that like space of depression, caring about the planet mattered like even more to me because it just like it's felt extra negative and it was that's something what I, could I think that happens.
0: When... That
1: is such a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I think that's the only relationship I've ever had end where I actually went into a depressive state right right like that's where the different impacts is the the eight-month guy when it comes to the relationship I can't say I really cared all that much aside from being cheated on I'd never thought I'd been cheated on before and like that messed things up in my head right you go like I went from this confident woman who never worried about it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean to like terrified every partner after that was going to do that to me
0: your trust was broken. Totally and then broken. it wasn't just... So they say in a relationship, your trust can be broken. Yeah. But then the worst part is, so then you realize that, okay, the trust is broken in that relationship. But then that relationship ends, as it probably should. But then your trust is still broken. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a big impact.
0: It's a huge impact yeah. when you go forward. Absolutely. I was thinking about my high school relationship and how it ended. And actually what I learned, like the takeaway from that was, um, I don't want to say that I was dishonest, but I was so confused and I used excuses because we were going to be going to, um, different areas after high school and, Instead of just accepting that and realizing that maybe we were ready to be finished with our high school love affair. Yeah. um, It had to be much more dramatic than that. And I remember, uh, so I don't want to take all the blame. I don't know. I ended up giving a massive excuse because I truly thought that I might be gay. Oh, and I told this to my high school sweetheart and we broke up. And then four months later, I had a new boyfriend in college and then I felt like a piece of shit (laughs) because I didn't take any time to experiment. I clearly was just I don't know, because then I looked back on that. It was it an excuse. Was it real? Is it just like. Oh, women are beautiful. So something. Yeah. I, it's just.
1: Interesting. But that's
0: what happened.
1: I did not know this. Yeah. I did not know this. I'm learning. That's, that's my face <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, I feel like that was so long ago. and It this, was this so long
0: ago. Me learning about this story. Because it was just. Honestly, I think it had a lot to do with the L word. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> it was like legal porn I don't know I mean that show turned me on but I've never doubted <laughs> that my preference is so... to be with a man I've always <laughs> viewed it and this is not meant to be offensive to anyone mm-hmm. out there whatsoever but my take on it is I find people attractive yeah like realistically in the world you know what i mean um and i think sometimes that's an instant physical attraction sometimes you get to know people and they're attractive based on their personality and i think that happens in all types of relationships. i would think women are more honest about this than men Mm -hmm. i think a lot of men experience it but saying it would be like weird but people are attractive my thing with how I feel like I determined that I would label myself a straight woman is that when it comes to, like, being in a relationship and what I want there consistently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I want a man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is just what I want well, see, on I a regular know. basis. I think
0: maybe consistency, I would lean towards maybe wanting a woman. Interesting. But then when I think of, like, sexual desires and urges, like, I'm like, no, I'm straight. Like, But that's what I mean. We'll see, but then the thing is, as you grow older, the sex is just, you have to be best friends with your <laughs> partner. <laughs> I'm not that old, but I know this.
1: Yeah? Yeah? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. A little left field there.
1: So, point being excuses. You're not sure. Could have been a big excuse. Like, because
0: it, but it It wasn't an excuse, Mm -hmm. but it was a reason. One of many, but it was definitely, um, I highlighted it as the reason.
1: And to clarify, since you've only ever been in serious relationships with
0: men. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You know, him and I haven't really talked about that. I'd be curious to pick his brain. So, I mean, that's like Maybe that. we could have
1: him on one day. The extra cherry on the Sunday, you know. Oh, next relationship? Man. Next one? Man.
0: <laughs> but then, it's
1: so not just that I was like, man. It was like, it didn't work again. can we talk? That's so
0: funny. No, we were always friends. I'm not that.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's a good but, thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um... So,
1: exclusive, so yeah. I
0: learned, so I just learned that you just don't always know what you know or what you don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, I think out of all the breakups I've had, and I actually said this to you, I feel like last week, I'm not sure if it was recorded or not. Maybe it was the week before. Um, and I think of my mom with this too, right? Like my mom was... 50 something years old, um, single for the first time in 30 something years. Mm -hmm. Um, and she had to learn to like be okay. And she wasn't, my mom was a mess for quite some time. Um, we talk about now and she's on the page of it now and she gets it now, which is what's nice. And that's what I said to you, right? Like for me, one of the biggest realizations is this idea of like, as hard as it's going to be to, lose this person that you care about. Cause the reality is even when you're done, like you still care about that person you just shared a life with, like no matter what you wouldn't have been with them, if there wasn't a part of you that cared about them. Right. Mm -hmm. And obviously if they're your family, your friends, that exists as well. Um, But the hardest thing is like this realization around, you know, it's a, what I say, like, it's worse to be, with someone and feel alone than to actually be alone. Oh yeah. Right. And that was the realization that I had, I think probably after like my marriage fell apart, if I can think honestly about it. And then again, and then like the next relationship failed or whatever. And that's what my mom's learning now too. Right. Um, like she was so like holding on to all the positives of that relationship that it was so hard for her to remember all the bad things. And it's only now that she realizes, like, how much better off her life is not dealing with all those emotions of loneliness that mm-hmm. she was dealing with before, right? So I think that's a real big, like, takeaway for me yeah. with it all. Um, I think a part of what we should talk about is just, like, how hard it can be. So I did read an article <laughs> I don't have it like all prepared here. Um, But the number one thing I talked about this last week actually was that one of the hardest things for people is that idea of like, it's, if you're just getting out of a serious relationship of some sort, where you went from having someone there all the time to not having that person there all the time, it's like the first time in whatever length of time you, you actually need to realize how you cope with being alone. Mm -hmm. And like, that is that's huge
0: like do you mean like what actual actions do you do
1: well like yeah how do you deal with that what do you do with your time Mm -hmm. what are like your routines (laughs) you have no one to blame anymore right like if you're in a poor relationship and it's like oh we we eat out way too often we've got to stop eating out like I can't keep doing it. it's not good for my health and because we always got this going on I don't have good routines going to the gym and blah 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 well when you're on your own there's no one Mm -hmm. to blame either Like, there's so much attached to that. It's a terrifying thing. It's a terrifying thing to sit on your own and have to figure out who you are and to self-reflect and to wonder and ponder about that relationship and to get yourself back into good routines. Like, it is one of the most terrifying things ever to experience. And I think it's really hard to have people understand that, like, and it's annoying when you're going through a breakup and people say this to you, but, like, it will get better. It will get better. It will. It will. Like it does. <laughs> it always does. And if you but it go It don't feel like it right now. It doesn't feel like it right now. And for some of us, you know, that that pain that you go through only lasts a couple of weeks. And some people it's a couple of months. Some people it's a couple years, right? Like my mom took years to be okay. Like I'm talking minimally like two for her to kind of get back to the way she once was and still time for healing within all of that. Like mm-hmm. that was just like basic like foundation of the healing was the first two years um
0: but yeah uh I think for me like most recently it took a whole year and I would say this past breakup definitely did send me into a depression but I have to give a lot of credit to the pandemic Mm mm-hmm I don't think I want to give any person any credit for how upset, um, I felt, but before that, my, um, so I would say I'd had three significant relationships, um, (laughs) maybe very Yeah, you counted right. Who are you leaving out? I know who I'm leaving out. Okay,
1: (laughs) sorry. It's supposed to be respectful. I just, I as your friend, I just got it. feel like that doesn't
0: add up. Um, (laughs) but that's cool. You talk about three. Yeah, I know. I know who. Who's talking about you? Um, but what I wanted to say is, um, so after the high school sweetheart number two, heartbreak, um, it was. It was something that was um, inevitable and a challenge that I kind of wanted to see not be inevitable. Like, it was just an uphill battle that I thought, let's just be together forever, even though you don't want to be and everyone else doesn't want us to be. So what I learned from that was that you're crazy, girl. Well, yeah, because really, like
1: if we're being on honest mm. and candid
0: here yeah,
1: really is you're just trying to prove that you're worthy. Yeah. Like see how, how I wanted to be I accepted. Am. Obviously you want this. Yes. Like I'm great. And you are great. But like, no matter how great we are, <laughs> if it's not the right person, nothing's going to make it happen. I actually read a meme today and I wish I, I probably should have saved it. It kind of was relevant um, to the episode, but it basically, not even a meme, a poem, I don't know nothing, know, but something about like, um, what did it say? Like being beautiful, like won't keep a man, having a nice body, won't keep a man, being married, won't keep a man, having a baby, won't keep a man. Like mm-hmm. the only thing that's going to keep a man is a man that wants to be kept.
0: 100%. And we should be like a happy, like even <laughs> the idea of it's right? just a happy person.
1: Um, and I think that that is just like so true. And I think a lot of our struggles are this idea of like, but like, don't I up. could change I, a little bit. Or I, I could change myself to be who you want to be. And if maybe you just do this, we'll be okay. And look at how wonderful I am. And we mm-hmm. make it and we personalize it so much. And it does feel so personal, but like, honest to God, sex in the city, that book, all of that whole, he's just not that into you oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so valid. You know what I mean? Why in the world? There is nowhere in my life where I enter into a room and there's a whole bunch of people there. And I'm interested in talking to all those people and having connection with all those people, like not in a million effing years. Mm -hmm. So like not everyone we're going to come into contact with and go on a first date with or end up in kind of like a dating relationship or a relationship. Like, we're not going to end up being the one for all of those people. Mm -hmm. And it's okay yeah (laughs) it's totally okay
0: because we're not each other's cups of tea is what you're saying
1: right and sometimes you realize that within a minute of talking to someone you know i've literally started a conversation with someone and been like i'm not interested like not said that to them but in my head i know immediately i've got zero desire to have you in my aura Mm -hmm. let's step away right i haven't even met
0: a person to decide that in so long (laughs)
1: You have some people that maybe it takes you an hour. Some people takes you weeks. Sometimes it takes people years to realize that in someone, right? But at the end of the day, I think it's just like, it's okay. It is personal. Like, I get that, but it's wrapping your head around. And I think this is a part of why I've been so okay in so many breakups. Because I hit a point where, like, I really was able... And not that, like, it's perfect throughout the whole breakup. You go through your ups and downs. But, like, one of the things... I'm always able to bring back into my mind is that idea of like, it's okay if I'm not the person he wants to be with. Like, that doesn't mean Mm. I'm not a good person. That doesn't mean I'm not beautiful. That doesn't mean I don't have a great personality. That doesn't mean I don't have great things going on for myself. That doesn't mean I'm not a strong, independent woman. That doesn't mean I'm not funny. It doesn't mean anything I've never repeated that to myself. Beyond, (laughs) I'm just not the one this guy's interested in. And really, when you can then take another step back, once you're able to go, but because I wasn't the woman he was interested in, like, he wasn't being the man I want. And again, not a poor reflection on him. Yeah. That's just who he is. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then you take these steps back and you're just like, like, it's not. You just weren't for Mm -hmm. each other like and that's the thing
0: that is so then the fear comes in where so then why were you there in the first place then we're in silly spots where we have this fear perhaps where you oh it's so much worse to be alone Mm. and i felt that but it's not i felt that wow and actually i will blame the pandemic on my most recent breakup however one week before i flew out of town to leave this man forever um i had written on my wall you are going home and it was it was a drunk note to self do not wake up sober and talk yourself out of this you are going home like you now. and i didn't go home that next day i, I saw that message and i was like oh whoops whoop, well oh well give it another shot Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just keep going. They're just like, because I was busy enough. It's yeah. if my world wasn't really revolving around him. I was just gonna keep everything going. And then pandemic hit. I flew home to never return. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like,
1: I almost want to challenge you a bit here. Yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. So I don't even know what you have to ask when you say. Your life didn't revolve around him. I mm-hmm. definitely believe you mm-hmm. that you're keeping busy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I want mm-hmm. to ask you, in all honesty, yes. though, totally in your brain and him. in your thoughts. Okay.
0: As a woman, I yes. feel it's like... This is something to be talked about. Yes. Yeah, so we do do that. This yeah. isn't for we everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but I happily do make myself, my life, yeah. cater to my partner. I feel you. Yeah old fashioned yes old fashioned and i'm okay with that and in re- i'm still in a return, feminist too I'm sometimes i'm a feminist I'm a i feminist. believe in equality i believe in equal respect i don't believe in necessarily equal roles i think it's good for us to have different roles but see true feminism should mean
1: that all that matters is that the woman gets to make the choice on her own so i get annoyed as a feminist i get annoyed that some women who claim they're feminists mm-hmm think I'm not one because I don't mind taking on old school gender roles of the woman who like cooks and cleans or whatever else. Right, but I'm right. like, but the feminist movement should not judge the choices I make as long as they're my own. hundred percent. True feminism should support a woman and taking on whatever role she wants to take on as long as it's her choice and not being forced upon her. I so think feminism
0: is all about supporting equality. You can
1: totally People be old choice school and pro choice roles. for everyone. And still be a feminist. Mm-hmm. I fully believe that. I feel gender roles. I'm still a feminist.
0: Yeah, I'm all about the gender roles.
1: 100%. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me. It's okay. I welcome it. Aww. Four eyes open podcast. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go on. We
0: just... um, I'm going to need more than that if you don't mind. <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> We were talking about,
1: oh, because I, I Cause I'm sorry, said, I'm totally I, because I said, no, can, oh, can I, I challenge Curtis, you? Or like, yes, challenge. And in and your head, like, oh, yes. and you're like, yeah, take on the gender roles. You did everything. Your life revolved around him.
0: It did. Yeah. Um, but when I say that it didn't, it was because I, I lived on my own and I had my own job, and I was starting my own business, so I was kind of ready to leave him in the dust. But I still loved him in a sense, but he wasn't loving me the way I deserved to be loved. So, like, yes, I loved him, but was there bitterness? Because I wasn't receiving the love I deserved. There was bitterness. So, then those compounded. So, should I have broken up with him sooner? Yes. Should he have broken up with me sooner? Yes! Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely... (laughs) That answers your question. But that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I just want to say like, I think that and it's not, it, you know, it wasn't meant to criticize you in any way. I've done the same thing where like, you stay and you're like, well, my life's not and it's like, but at the end of the day, which mm-hmm. is why I want to bring light to this, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the times we convince ourselves, oh, it doesn't matter that much. It's not really like I'm off doing but if it consumes your thoughts. You know what I mean? If it's hard for you to make plans, maybe with friends on days you think you're maybe going to get to see your partner, like that means it is invading your life, right? Like there's like lots of little telltale signs, but I think a lot of women would claim like, like I've done it myself too. We're like, oh, it's not all about them, but like you are making it all about them, Mm -hmm. right? And most men don't want that. This is something I've learned as well, like a little bit. Of relationship advice in this episode is like most men do not want you to make your life about them. Most men want you to live your life, do what you want to do. They love to chase. Well, and they they just they want to come together. Like that's the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Like men just think differently. They don't need to have everything figured out, they don't need to know what the plans are two days from now or this and that they well, just well some men do let's not generalize too much well i think generalizations are realistic
0: yeah but i know some men that are very like they actually have to like yeah, to some know everything
1: women, yeah. just like, like some women would be like that just like so, but we're generalizing
0: it. okay i'm sorry to stop you That's
1: generalizations are like the average dude right
0: yeah. You know
1: some fancy, most women don't know fancy, tidy, <laughs> Italian leather shoe dudes.
0: Oh, they should.
1: I don't know a single guy like that and none of my girlfriends except you know a guy like that. I like a guy like that. And that's cool. You do you. <laughs> yeah. You do, I'm just saying. Okay. Typical like dude, right? Okay. And we're talking dudes in this like dating world like this
0: you made me blush
1: right (laughs) sorry no
0: it's the wine don't worry
1: um yeah but anyways I think most men like they don't want that it's a turn off I think for the average man when you do make your entire life about them I think like old school men like the idea of that you know what I mean but at the same time I think it's like yeah okay if you want to stay at home and cook and clean for them that's cool but not if you're gonna involve yourself and all their day to day and be questioning their time and what they're doing and want to stop them from going to see their buddies when they want to go do that. Well, no one wants that. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyways,
0: um, (laughs) I'm all like lost now. Uh, I'm sorry. You always help me out when I'm lost. It's okay. Um, I did want to share Big takeaway
1: number two. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Big takeaway number two for me. And I guess not really a big takeaway. No, it is because it helps in the healing process. And that's, that's the point, the relationship with yourself, the healing process, Mm -hmm. right? And we've kind of touched on a bit, but I think that for me, one of the things that's always helped me, it was having this big realization. And it's part of what you need to go into every breakup knowing um, is exactly what we touched on. And that like, every guy I've had a relationship with, I would not say ever really, like, broke my heart. Do you know what I mean? I think they were all very good men. hmm And they had something in them that I was interested in. And they just weren't the men I wanted, and I wasn't the woman they wanted. And that's it.
0: She really wanted to sit near heartbroken. Like...
1: Good for you. That's the takeaway, right? And I think that if we can get to that place where we respect that and we understand that, we try not to personalize it and not be so mad at them. You know what I mean? And it's easier once you start to heal a little bit. I will not deny. When me and my ex broke up, although I wouldn't even say I really should talk to him. I don't think I actually did. Probably one of the healthiest times ever. I definitely talked a lot about like the bullshit in the relationship but, but not like, like not shit talking. shit talking him. No, because
0: maybe because he had kids,
1: maybe. But at the end of the day, like the reality is he's a, he is a good guy. You know what I mean? He's a good guy. He's a good dad for the most part. Did I agree with everything he did as a parent? No. Did I agree with every choice he made? No. He probably felt the same way about me, but he was a good guy. You know what I mean? And he just wasn't what I needed from a partner and I wasn't what he needed from a partner do you know what I mean? And
0: such me- a healthy realization.
1: It really is. Right. And like, I think that that, that's a big part of what people need to try to focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's that whole, he's just not that into you. I recommend that book. I love it. I read right. it every time I go through a breakup, <laughs> but it is yeah. that mindset.
0: Right. Because I've heard about the book, I've heard about the title, but I haven't really heard about the whole premise, which, okay, which is the same thing. I misspoke. The true mindset of just appreciating the fact that it's okay if you make someone else happy on mm-hmm. both sides. Because yeah. I always see my side, but I very much see it like, oh, I can make someone else happy and you can watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's bitter That's angry it's just like because i'm i always trying to prove i'm like no i am the girl for you it's not a good look
1: no and i think that one of the healthiest things we can do and, and men could do too is flipping that like mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. because two i and this this goes to third realization it'll it'll trickle into there is a part of where that comes from
0: Oh goodness! Now I'm losing it again. It's good right here. Oh, Paulina caught it. It's in her little back leg. Oh!
1: Now I'm gonna start blushing. I'm having such a.
0: No, I'm just glad it happens to both of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like not on my game tonight at all. I wasn't.
0: I'm not either. Um, I am, but no, today definitely not.
1: Oh, okay. It's in there, it's in there, it's in there. Let's see if I can bring it out. Um,
0: so trickles in, so I'd just be walking home. So I applaud you for remembering, still there. No.
1: <laughs> okay, realization number so three. It's okay, <laughs> it's truly okay. It's my own fault <laughs> because I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> this is all I've got to like not be in there.
0: <laughs> okay. It's okay. That's why we took a week off. <laughs> we can work on it. It's going to be the best episode ever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Connect the dots. April. So, the no, no.
0: Dots. Forget about connecting the dots. Go to your first thought, and the next one will follow. Mm. I truly have no thoughts. It's okay. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Now it's like, what was the previous topic to connect it to? Okay, this is so a landmark. So thought number three. Um, Wrapping our heads around the idea of like, oh God. <laughs> what
0: do you mean? i think i lost it again no it's okay i love you because when i do this it's gonna be fine because this is totally fine <laughs> this is this is me you're smoking too much pot april
1: <laughs> okay oh okay so fuck
0: i just want to see oh 38 okay at 38 minutes repair
1: <laughs> at 38 minutes repair okay so third biggest thought in all this relationship with yourself, learning to grow is the idea of being on unapologetically who you are. So historically for me in the past, part of why we want to prove to that guy he wants us is because we can mold ourselves to be that woman. And we can learn to be okay with them being lesser than the man that we actually feel that we need.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? We're adapting both directions. Both we make directions. excuses
1: and we try, but one of the biggest things that I learned, and I did this in my dating before meeting John. I took no fucking bullshit this time around. Like, the moment there was anything where I'm like, I don't like this, see ya, see about. ya, see ya. You know what I mean? Like, mm, you want to convince me for a moment? Okay. Come at me. Mm, no, see ya. Like, I just, I wasn't doing it because I went into it this time like, yeah, okay, I might be. An emotionally needy woman. You know what I mean? I've got trauma. I've got like tons of shit in my life or whatever. I've worked on a lot of it. The reality is you can only work on so much, not in a relationship. Like you can't actually put any of the work you do on yourself into (laughs) practice. Without
0: practice.
1: Until you're in a relationship. So there's some things where it's just like, because like John had said a few things at the beginning, like, I think you need to work through this. And it's like, but I did on my own. You can only do so much on your own. Now I need to work through it with a partner. And the reality is, yeah, I am needy. I need a lot from someone. I need someone who can get this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And if I meet a man that can't give me this, that's okay. He's just not the man for me. And the one who's going to be for me is going to be the one that can give me all these things. And right. until I meet that person, I don't need to beg for it. And I don't need to mold myself for it. and I don't need to try to mold them for it. That's the person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My current relationship right now is nowhere near perfect. And it's not fully like 100% all the areas of my need, but it meets everything on some level. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I've ever had that which is a part of why like it's worth it right that's Mm -hmm. where you like maybe do a little bit more work and you maybe figure out how to be okay like he drives me bonkers sometimes sometimes I want to fucking murder him I would never I would never but sometimes I want to yeah but that doesn't take away from the fact that like he still like it's just different it's different you know what I mean There are things I need to figure out, things he needs to figure out. There's still that work. There is compromise, Mm -hmm. but we're not. It seems like there's a lot of communication. So we're not becoming people. We aren't and expecting people to be people we need that we can't
0: be that you're not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's all okay. It's okay. It's okay. If you meet, it's okay. Even if you put five years in 10 years in, 15 years and you realize this isn't what you want, like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot, but like, it's okay. Sometimes people just aren't who we need and it's okay to have your standards to find Mm. that person. Like stop wasting your effing time. That's like some of my recommendations. Like don't stop, stop wasting all your time with all these men that are never going to give you the shit you need. And you're going to try to be okay and not need it to please them. No, 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 no. Go find yourself that man. They exist. I promise you.
0: Well, something I want to say that, um, has caught me up before is kind of like when you get caught up in, oh, it's been one year, and then it's two years, then it's three years, then it's four years. And it's like, oh, we've come this far. It must be. You know? But That was a reality. You can throw away. I mean, people have been married for 15 years and still get divorced. I mean, that's not what it is. You have to be present and make your relationship as happy for you as um, your partner. It's just a team effort.
1: And that's it. I think the time and the commitments, they keep people in it. Like the amount, especially because this this is going to offend someone, no doubt. Come at me. I'm okay with it. (laughs) But I feel like the joys of being our age at this point where we don't have that typical like marriage and kids and home and that life. Like I'm seeing so many people start to like split up and divorce and shit. Like I'm seeing it all we around. We knew me. it would happen,
0: also. And that's I mean, it. It was already protected.
1: And for so many of these people, the main concerns was like, well, I want to keep trying for the sake of the kids. I want to keep trying because of the house. I want to keep trying because of the money. Because of the debt. Because and like. You know what I mean? These
0: are the things that keep people attached. But those but are the things that keep arguments. And those are the things that traumatize children. Traumatize children. The most. That's exactly That's it. what I remember.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It is. Children hear. They hear. They, they always. know
0: everything.
1: Like, it's one of the crazy things I experience with what I do for work. It's like, for whatever percentage you think your kid hears, increase that by at least 60%. And that's probably what they hear. For the things that you think your kid sees, increase that by probably 30%. And that's probably what your kid sees that you don't think they do. Like, so blind.
0: I think those... I like those numbers. Do you know what I mean? This is one of the things
1: (laughs) I learned, like, actually being, like, a stepmom. Because you think, like, you're having these conversations and no one knows. But then all of a sudden, like, something's going to someone or something said to you. And you're just like, whoa. Like... Yeah. You know way more than I thought, right? But yeah, these things keep you attached. But the reality is, if the time you spent with someone is the reason to stay with someone, no one would ever leave someone after like tons of years. And there's lots of people, not lots, there's a statistic though on it of people who've been together for a a really long time and ended that relationship and then were happier into, like, the last part of their life, whether that was single or with someone else. Right? Oh, totally. Like, it happens. Look at my mom. Like, I think about it's crazy to me because I'm going to be 35 in, like, five months. And my mom was 25 when she had me, and I was her fourth child. And she was already, obviously, with my father when she was 25. Mm -hmm. And I think that they separated around the time she was 55. So you're like talking 30 years Holy my mom spent with this man.
0: Mother. I mean to I guess that can only make sense, but that's a wild number for me to hear. Right? Yeah. Um
1: but like I would say my mom's happier now. 100%, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you could stay there were multiple reasons for it. She was really sad to give up her house. Mm-hmm. Um but the end of the day and like that was it you know what i mean it's her daughter i kept saying to her like the house isn't gonna matter yeah like it.
0: house benefits nothing like that. it's not it's gonna just... matter when it
1: and she didn't believe me like this house i was wanting this house and like she wants a house again no doubt mm-hmm. but like at the same time it's like
0: she probably wants her own house not the house with some
1: not the house so she has to cook and clean for the man not in a feminist way because it's not a choice. You know what I mean? With the man that's going to be grumpy when the house isn't clean the way that he wants it clean and grumpy when his meal isn't on the table or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Right. Very different scenario. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my third takeaway from it is this like, you got to own who the fuck you are. Do you mm. know what I mean? If you've got trauma and that means like, and again, going to put that out there, just just. It's not disclosure whatever it is Disclaimer. i'm not talking abuse in any level no emotional no physical no emotional roller coaster i'm not talking abusive in abuse any way shape or form acceptable. not oh. acceptable take that off the table but seek help if you're in a situation like that if you 100 but if we're not talking on that level like be unapologetically who the fuck you are you need what you need Like that's a reality of it. We have traumas. We have shit, and sometimes you need to scale it back. My rule of thumb is like, what can I get over? Do you know what I mean? Like, what can I not try to not be bothered by tonight, and tomorrow morning I know it won't matter to me. That's the shit I get over. It, for me, it's a shit where it's like, if I go to bed tonight, is it still going to be on my mind? When I wake up in the morning tomorrow, am I still going to be in bed? That's the shit that matters, right? You got to, like, have that scale in a
0: relationship. Like,
1: what can you expect of your partner to mm. what do you need to kind of... So
0: it's kind of like shorts on the floor. Yell. Pick him up. I can not yell. but I'm just, like, <laughs> yeah, being yeah. dramatic. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Right? So it's It's that like balance between like, what can you be okay with and what's legitimate needs, but like your needs are your needs. Instead of trying to mold a man to fitting into your needs, trying to change your needs to fit into the mold of the man's needs. Just accept it. Easier said than done. I realize it. It's not the right person. Honestly,
0: I agree with you 100% because I am currently single and currently not looking. And the fact that I'm not looking, I think says a lot about the fact that it's not that bad it's really not when you have your own time you get to set your own everything
1: everything everything and dating sucks it's really not worth it unless you find someone worth it
0: i honestly i'm not planning on dating i want to be swept off my feet if that doesn't happen then that's what cannabis is for. <laughs> i don't know i feel like if that's what you
1: want to have happen it will happen i think so too. it's just the timeline it's just the timing yeah
0: it'll be when i get back in the back at sea so but yeah that's my
1: third biggest takeaway relationship with yourself you have to come to terms with all these things and i think too like you gotta allow yourself time to cry whatever it is you need post breakup yeah mourn it whatever many days you need in bed take them You know what I mean? I like to take a hot shower and listen to sad songs and cry in the shower. That helps me feel better. Sometimes I don't want to do that, and I want to just lay in the shower listening to sad songs without (laughs) crying. I do that. Sometimes I start to feel better, and I listen to happy songs, and I dance in the shower. Sometimes lay in bed all day and watch TV. Like, you got to give yourself and talk to people. I know that's a hard one for a lot of people,
0: but you got to talk to people. Yeah. You do have to talk to people. Find your closest confidant family or friend helps a lot they give you perspective yeah and you may sound or feel like you're whining a little bit but it's okay for a reasonable amount of time it's needed yeah it's truly part of the process Mm
1: -hmm. you know and it doesn't need to be all the time and it can be with one person one confidant of some sort but we all need it we all need that release and no, it's okay to cry and know you're actually benefiting yourself when you cry. So we release like chemicals in our tears. That I are feel legit. So much
0: better after I cry. Well we cry. Just let it happen. It's okay. <sighs> That's why I think there are serial murderers because some people Don't are cry. afraid to cry. Not afraid. It's not afraid. There's so much more to that. But I honestly think there's a correlation between having to have an action as killing when you could just
1: I feel like it's logical to me. If we Because look at what it... I
0: wanted to say just for another second, like when we were talking earlier about like homework and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I think it may have been offline, but a little bit every day would help. Yeah. So think of a whole lifetime, you cry. Once a week, once a once a week is a lot, maybe. Once a month, one, a couple times a year. I don't know. Every like everyone's I'm crier, different. So. I'm a crier too, but I just mean those people who are willing to pick up an axe if they were to just pick up a box of Kleenex. I think it's a good theory. It's a theory, and again, it's just theory and pra- like that has no. I can't okay, right, speak
1: to the validity because I've never done the research, no. but when I think about it from a statistical point of view, mm-hmm. it makes sense to me because we live in a really fucked up world where we insist on this masculinity where men shouldn't cry and you know, buck up mm-hmm. and all that bullshit. I don't agree with that. Hold of it, it in. No, don't come at me for this one because I don't agree men should hold it in. But we have created and bred an entire like population. different generations Generation. of men in a like a population that you know can't feel that and statistically speaking there are more men that murder than women Hmm. so from a statistic perspective one of the key differences is women have grown up and been raised to allow to, their emotions yeah let that a are little less... bit leak
0: out and yet we're still crazy oh yeah
1: well, of course, because to most men, if you're challenging a behavior you don't like or telling them how you feel, you know, I've,
0: yeah. Sorry, I didn't even need to open up that can of worms. Yeah. That's the a different of
1: times topic. I've been told I'm crazy just because I'm like, when you do this, it upsets me. Oh, you're, crazy. you're not my mother. You're right. And I'm not trying to be your mother. I'm trying to be your life partner. Do I not deserve as much respect for your mother? <laughs> just... Just putting that out there. Yeah. That's my little side note. But do you have takeaways, breakups, relationship with yourself, post breakup, biggest takeaway? I think
0: the biggest takeaway is just to, it's easy to say to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think what you need to be honest with is just honest in your feelings and your emotions and your current state of being. So you know what? Today might be different, will be different than tomorrow. So today, I'm so upset. I'm so sad. I'm so I'm so angry. You know, feel that. Mm-hmm. Just for a little bit. Don't let it take over everything. Because emotions change. Yeah. So my takeaway is just ride that ride. Gotta It'll, ride it. Yeah.
1: And I think that there is an acceptable time frame for it to take over everything. First day or two. Sure. I will not give... An initial breakup, crying in bed, super upset, longer than 48 hours. But I'll give myself I don't 48 know. hours. I don't, but after I, that, I, no. I can't even. Can't do it. Get the fuck out of bed.
0: It's never been that cut and dry. What? It's always, for me, been like... I have to make a cut and dry. I guess because I'm already crying and upset for long before the breakup. So then when the breakup comes... Yeah, you're right. It kind of... I'm no schmuck. I can get myself up off the, off the floor. Right. I can get on with my life. But I guess, sorry, but in that limbo-ness when it's, it should be broken, it should be over, but it's not. That pain, that limbo. Oh, that's
1: even worse than the breakup.
0: Is yeah, I, I think I've swam in that for far too long. I think A sometimes that can be worse because. Yeah. That's actually what we all get stuck in and that's what's so painful. Because the actual yeah.
1: breakup, right? When it's cut, there's that's room a for growth. <laughs> also, <there's>, it's quick. <laughs> yeah, there's room for growth too. Like you can, you know, what you're mourning. You know what you need to oh, get over. Yes, but the uncertainty is a killer. You're just doing circles because you <gasps> still don't know. Like what? What? what can what, I? What, Should what, I? Can what?
0: I do this? Can I do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So that's you don't want to be there. You don't want to be there anymore. But I do think, like, allowing yourself to feel what you feel, be who you are, do be unapologetic for the things that you fucking need, rock the things that you fucking need. Like, I truly believe hey, that, especially yoga, like coffee. That's what I was gonna say next.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, do your shit that's for you. <laughs> I don't know what else do people like. Yeah. Other <laughs> <laughs> Like, I do two things. I'm like, I do a lot more than that, but I don't want to admit.
1: Yeah, I think that. You have to allow yourself the time to mourn and you need to, you know, cope with that. But then you do need to also actively make an effort to get yourself back into those routines. And I'm a fan of the slow and easy, you know what I mean? Take on as much as you can. Don't overwhelm yourself. But I do think you nailed it. Like, whatever it is that you need, if it's like going to yoga, you have to try to get into that, right? Mm -hmm. You Go see your friends go see them, invite them over. If you're in the kind of space, like, this is one thing that I'll do. I've done it with you, actually. Um, You know, I still want to see you, but I'm just not in a place where I can leave my house. Like, can you come over to me? Like, you should be able to say that to a good friend. And as long as you're not always saying that, right, they might need you to go to their house sometimes. But I think it's completely acceptable when you're going through something to say to your friend, like, I still really want to see you, but like, I am not feeling it. So like, Can you come here? Because then this can happen. Because what's the other alternative? You're just going to cancel and not see your friend. You need to see your friends. You need to see family. If they matter to you, they're important to you. Good friends. You need to get into whatever exercise things. Make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Eat the food that makes you feel good. Whether that's bad food to feel good or healthy food to feel good. Go for those walks. Get that fucking coffee. Mm -hmm. Journal. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Journal. Read. What are other things I've done for myself?
0: I watch a lot of um, Real Housewives. Watch. Hmm. watch, binge watch TV, watch what you say about the Real Housewives. Yeah, not <laughs> <laughs> Or
1: She'll come at you. I will. Yeah, which camera? i am I talking to? <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 what I got. That's for this it. Episode. yeah, that's it. Or is it? <laughs> yeah are you good is that all you got yeah i'm like confirming yeah. i've been like picking at my skin no. this whole time. all right well thanks guys thanks for joining us i appreciate our time always bye, bye.
0: <laughs> you're looking
1: at me or are you oh i was gonna tell them to come at me oh well. come at me four eyes open podcast on instagram come at me i'm good (laughs) oh thank goodness